Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I'm Jen, your mom, joined as always by Jared Dad. Hi. You gotta stay closer to the mic there, Jared Dad. Alright. Okay. He he jumped real high when I said hi everyone. We're in our new studio. We are. You don't have to be quite that close. We always we set up and I'm like, alright, Jared Dad, talking to the mic. Alright, that's a good distance. And then when it's time, Jared Dad's like, Hi, I'm over here petting me. Hi, everybody. <laughs> It's not really a studio either. No, it's our dining room, and there's like a coconut. Half empty wine bottle. Half empty wine bottle from a party from a week ago. There's like Amazon Prime boxes. There's like crap everywhere. We, we Our microphones are balanced on top of like five cookbooks. Man, I like those recording studios and TV shows with like the huge mix board and oh like God. one microphone and an empty spot. Some, I mean, we could no. turn a room. We don't have any space. We could... <laughs> Put a little closet somewhere and turn it into that. <laughs> no. We don't have space here. Anyway, new mics still in effect. Yep, and we got now pea screens. So if our peas were popping you in the head last time, now we got screens That's for them. That's a terrible name for so many reasons. Did they not like What are you, 12? It could refer to the little green vegetables. It will also protect the microphone from someone chucking peas at it. <laughs> That's what it is. They'll be like, boop. Bouncing off. It's a bean and pea screen. All right, so we are recording on Sunday. We are just back from visiting the house in the Keys, where I saw a manatee. Unbelievable. Oh my god! So I was like up on the porch. Dear Dad had been kayaking, and I'm standing, and then there's this giant shadow in the water, a manatee-shaped shadow. It was giant, and it swam in the canal right past our house, and I'm like. And go! And go! It's a manatee! And go! <laughs> like, you finally you know, hurt your ears. I was, like, ears. in the workshop. I came running out. I couldn't see it because oh it was because I was too low to the water, so it reflected, you know, the sun, and I couldn't look down. I just saw out, uh, like, across the water, so I didn't see it. Nope. It was very disappointing. And I'm like, it's 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock! And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> no. So, this is the first time I have ever seen a manatee. Jared Ed still has yet to see one. I see one in the zoo. Oh. Floating around. Wait, you told me you thought they were mythical. Well, I, that doesn't mean, you know, they're fake in the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> huh. yeah. All right. Well, so. They're awesome. There you go. So that's the manatee. Uh, we also want to give a shout out to Sophie at Blue Heaven in yes. Key West. I think we maybe mentioned her on a different podcast. We meant to. Yeah. Um, but so she works at like checking people in at our favorite restaurant in key west blue mm-hmm. heaven favorite restaurant maybe in the whole world it could be it's up there yeah it's wonderful you, yeah. and if you see like me posting snaps from us being out that's usually where it is where there's like palm trees chicken and... graveyard is there yeah all the snaps from this last weekend the dog uh, with the fire <laughs> that's the that yeah was blue heaven. yeah if you follow us on instagram i had an instagram moment of a dog there um but yeah, she had recognized us like when I gave my name because she's like, uh, okay, there's going to be a wait. Give us your name. And I'm like, I'm Jen, your mom. Jen, so I by your <laughs> she dad. She didn't exactly <laughs> say that. Maybe in her head you did. Maybe in her mind you did. <laughs> no, I just said I was Jen. And she's like, do you guys have a bunch of dogs? And so uh, I don't, I suck at people's names. I don't even know if she told us last time, but we saw her again on this trip. And uh, so now we know. She's so super great. And like everyone there works her butt off. And they do good things for many, many people who eat there. Yep. Thanks, Sophie. Good to see you. Let's see. Updates on the dogs. Uh, This is going to be a little bit of a weird one because 
Riley is like having stuff done this week, but we're recording the podcast before he gets it done. So he's maybe we'll do an update. Yeah, we could we could because the podcast will come out after, but we're recording before. Yeah. Time is a flat circle. <laughs> um, so anyway, Riley's having his bad tooth pulled tomorrow. Uh, his like very very back molar on the top right is uh, in real bad shape. It's kind of black. There's no gum left. Oh. So uh, they and he's not a great eater. Like he doesn't eat all his dinner all the time, and it maybe is because that tooth is sore. So although you said that dogs don't have nerves in their teeth the same way we do. Right? Yeah, they don't get like that pain like we have if you've got like cavity or if you need a root canal. But they like if they've got infection or if like their gums are all screwed up, which it definitely is. Like that can be really sore. Yeah. So uh, who knows? But he's having uh, that pulled tomorrow, and he's also going to get his teeth scraped which he desperately needs um that's not the eye thing yet the eye thing is a week from monday mm-hmm. uh, april 30th i think and then finally we can adopt him out to someone because we have not been able to uh like people are like oh are you still looking for someone to adopt him we can't start looking for someone to adopt him until he has all of his medical stuff done so uh got at least another week and a half of riley my cough is getting better, despite the fact that I'm still coughing. That is podcast. much more rare. It's yeah, true. it's way better. Um, so that's that. Everybody else is doing pretty fine. Yeah, we missed everyone while we were in the Keys. It was like five days, four days. Yeah, we went down Wednesday, got back Sunday. It's not as good without them. Nope. And uh, still missing Schmeek. I think we're doing a little better because we're not crying all the time. But we're yeah. both crying a lot of the time. Probably me more because... Jared is, you know, man, toxic stoic. masculinity totally conditioned to not cry too much. I don't much. even have feelings. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know what the names of feelings are, and that's actually quite true. Uh, yeah, so that, that is true. Yeah. I Did really... you just wish your face on the peace screen? <laughs> Let me play over here. <laughs> Apologies for any weird sounds coming from Jared. That is true. I realized at some point that I know, like, names of three feelings <laughs> maybe four but i couldn't think of very many others i was like is sweaty a feeling <laughs> i have that hungry i feel <laughs> hungry all the time sometimes it's tired because i feel tired a lot <laughs> it did not that was not, not really actually a feeling yeah, yeah emotions i don't like emotions <laughs> happy and sad i got those down i know angry. you're real good at that one good not angry. with me though good but angry. other people traffic <laughs> life yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, dear dad does get sad about me. I get sad about me. Yeah. Someone sent me a really good tweet about the pain ball. It was called that I told you about. Box ball. Yeah. So it's a tweet that I think someone had posted after their mom died and they had talked to a doctor who'd been taking care of the mom. And he said, you can think about grief. Like it's a box inside the box has a pain button. And whenever that button gets pushed, you feel really bad pain. And uh, when somebody first dies, there's a ball in that box that's basically the size of the whole box. And so anytime it moves, it pushes the button and you feel really bad. And eventually the ball gets smaller and the box is rattling around. And eventually the ball is going to hit the button. and It's going to hurt just as bad as it hurt the first time. It just happens less often. But, uh, you know, it's still in there. The ball doesn't ever go away. It just hits the button less often. And she was talking about like how it was a good way to think about it and how it also gave her dad, who didn't have a lot of words for feelings, 
uh, a way to talk about it because sometimes he'd just, just be like, you know, the ball is really big today. Mm. To be like, it just keeps hitting that button and I keep feeling bad. And uh, and I think that's about right. So Yeah, having the right words is important, actually. We're pretty usually very vocabulary-centered peoples. Yeah. So uh, the ball is still pretty big, but I'm not crying all the time now. Uh, I still cry myself to sleep every night. Mm. Dad fortunately, falls asleep before me, so you don't have to witness that. I don't consider it a badge of honor. No. Well, you know, it's fine. Sleep is a emotion for you, so. <laughs> Look at me. I'm in touch with my feelings. <laughs> I feel so tired right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, so someone had messaged me this, uh, I think on Friday maybe, and they're like, so I'm out to drinks with my friends and we're listing our top five GR moments or our favorite GR moments. Like, you should totally do that. And I was like, this is a great idea for a podcast. And so uh, GR Dad and I, tasked ourselves where we each would write down our top five gr moments very loosely defined as a lawyer i'm lacking a lot of structure here (laughs) it can be whatever you want Mm. um yours obviously all come from like the snaps and the pictures but ours come from like life and frankly you've probably seen pretty much everything that we have yeah listed we don't hold back no we we don't go like oh we can't show that yeah yeah um so you've probably seen all of it but anyway GR Dad, in a very reversal of our normal rule, did his homework, and it has, like, a list on his phone, and we sat down to record, and I was like, oh, crap, I don't have my list, and he's like, well, I have my list, and I was like, oh, man, so. (laughs) (laughs) So I had been thinking about it, uh, but anyway, now I have it written down in front of me. So should we go from five to one? Oh, Interesting. So you do your five and I do my five and then you do your four and I do my four. Yeah, these are, yeah, these are not, I didn't really do them in order necessarily, but, but yeah, yeah. Do you have like a, a definite number one though? Cause you could just save that for last. I have a definite number one. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we can do it this way. Okay. I'm good with this. Um, you want to go first or should I go first? I will go first, but I don't remember the story as well. So you probably have to correct me, That's, which is the theme here in this, this is podcast anyway. the theme of our life. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this was before the GR Holden ratio because it was just hops as a puppy. Yeah, puppy hops. And you brought her home to your family in Crystal Lake one Christmas, I think it was, maybe it was summer. Mm-hmm. And they had, they have two pretty rambunctious male dogs. Gold, also golden retrievers. Yeah, also yeah. goldens. And one of them did not like hops. Wasn't there a lot of baring of teeth and growling? Or was that K? That was... That was my previous dog, Kay, uh, and they had got a puppy. And, it was one of your parents' puppies. And she would sit in the corner, and she was old at this point, so she knew not to, like, lunge at them. But she was real pissed off at this puppy who kept trying to play with her. So she's sitting there, and she's like, like Kind of vicious snarling. Teeth, yeah. like, te- lips pulled back, teeth bared. And this dog, I think that was Ike, maybe? Their dog walks up. And it's like, oh, oh, look at this dog. And starts licking her teeth. Is this the story? Yeah, yeah. She's growling like with this snarl. And he's like, lick, 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 <laughs> licking her teeth. Which is like such a like Death puppy, wish. <laughs> puppy behavior, right? I am fearless because nothing bad could happen to me. I'm a puppy. And nothing bad did happen yeah, to him. See, that's because Kay was, like, was a good oh, dog. God. <laughs> so it wasn't Hops. <laughs> Kay was not the best dog. I mean, yeah. I loved her tremendously, but 
she had problems. She really didn't get along with other dogs. She did not like other dogs. I raised her like all of my dogs, but she never, she got along with Pi, my one other dog, and that's it. She didn't like anybody else. She was fine with me, right? She wasn't a dick to me at all. No, she liked all people, and uh, and actually, our neighbors, this is before I met you, um, we had neighbors who had this little, like, chihuahua wiener dog mix named Storm. She loved that dog. I mean, that dog weighed like eight pounds. And like we would babysit that dog for like weeks. Like the owners would just disappear. They're like, can you watch the dog? And then I don't know where they went. They probably weren't. They were were right next door. They were just like, (laughs) God, we're rid of that dog for a week. She'd come over and like Kay would lay on her back and the little dog would like jump on her and then like grab her neck. And like Kay thought that dog was great. Um, But then... A guy that I was dating, uh, well before I met GR Dad, had a very nice dog who I liked, and uh, the dude brought the dog over one night, and his dog tried to take a rawhide that Kay was eating, and Kay had been real patient, like, as I mean, for her, trying to not get in a battle with this dog, and the dog... Not in a sort of playful move, but sort of like an I'm asserting myself move, tried to take the rawhide. And they got into a fight with each other. And uh, it was real bad. Like his, There was blood. There was. His dog grabbed onto her ear flap <sighs> and then Kay pulled her head away. And so she had this like canine tooth shaped tear all the way down her ear flap. And then, you know, of course, she's shaking her head. There's still I still find drops of blood like on the ceiling or in like random corners on the wall. Uh, from that. So. That's bad. Yeah, that was not a good night. That was Halloween, too. Well, and we had to go to the emergency vet. Yeah. Dog Halloween. That, that was sort of the end of things with that guy. Well. Anyway. I yes. really, anyway, so let me give you a real hopper story. When we, she was a puppy, she did not swim. She did not. She didn't Would like not. it. She, like, was afraid of it, was afraid of the beat, was afraid of the water, was afraid... Just on a, <laughs> just didn't like it at all. So we took her to some... <laughs> gold stock like golden retriever retriever but that's not important right it was just a place with a a lake lake and a dock and there were other dogs swimming and we were trying to encourage hops to swim and then she like ran off the dog she ran like she was chasing you under the dock and then she just whoops like fell off the side into the water and went all the way under i mean way under way popped right back up but was not pleased and probably set Mm. her set her swimming back another year because that was terrible. <coughs> she, I mean, she was probably 12 weeks old. She was such she a was real little fluffball, yeah. You know? So is that one of your... That was one, that was one, yeah. Okay. So is that two of yours then? Did the... I do two? Well, one wasn't really hop, so it doesn't count. So go ahead. But do you have another one? I have many others, but okay. you, we should alternate. Okay. Um, I'm just going to put the Schmieg back up is mine. Let Schmieg carrot back up. So Schmieg oh, always, yeah. when we started giving them carrots... You know, would stand in her normal spot. If you watch the snaps, you know. And she would always take the carrot. And even if there were no other dogs around, she'd like put her legs real wide out and then like back up while facing us, retaining maintaining eye contact. She would maintain eye contact and back up until she got into the living room. And everyone would always be like, "Why does she do that?" And it's because we we didn't have a rug then. 
in the little spot between the kitchen and the living room, then her legs were never all that strong. So she was really afraid to turn around because I think she thought her legs would slide out. So it was just easier to put them real wide and back up. She didn't look behind her, right? She was backing up. <laughs> oh, she'd back blind. up into people. Yeah, she'd back push up into dogs stuff. out of the way. Yeah. Totally. And so eventually I did, I got a bunch of rugs for the house and we got one for there. And then she would turn around. Sometimes, though sometimes she would still do the backup. Sometimes she would just drop the carrot and eat it right there. <laughs> She'd be like, fuck this, I'm, I'm eating the carrot. Uh, but I love the Schmeek backup. And I, yeah. at some point, had made a compilation oh, with the with this song that goes, back it up, back it up, easy back it up. And I mean, it had been up for years. And like a month ago, I got a copyright notice that someone was like, you're using part of this song. So I don't know that it's still Copyright up there. night is nice. Yeah. Uh, so I don't even know if I have a copy of that anymore, but uh, many early Schmieg back uh, carrot takings have the backup in them. Oh, and so that rem- I can change my story now. I have a different one. <clears throat> Go for it. The the time when you made well, everyone I think everyone who's even glanced at our daily snaps knows that when Vink gets dinner or breakfast, she gets super excited and jumps around and yeah. does her little dance. But you put that to uh, jump around <laughs> once. from house of pain it was classic and she was jumping around and then it kind of went viral because it was the the badgers university of washington uh, of wisconsin picked it up and like all of their different sports teams and like university of yeah badger athletics like they all retweeted it and so like all of the like big (laughs) fans of wisconsin were watching because they that is if you are not familiar like they they jump around in their football games and stuff like it's sort of a little anthem for them it was bank paying homage to the badgers of course she didn't know that but she doesn't know a lot of things right she she was fine with it she's fine (laughs) she she accepted it she's like i've been to wisconsin it's cool (laughs) that is a good one i forgot about that so that one of yours should i go again yeah, yeah yeah all right uh number four for me is jasmine cancer free so uh, when we got Jasmine, she had like this lump on her jaw and part of it, my vet had taken off, but that was like a little like fleshy growth. And then there was also like a lump, like a bony lump and he was gonna work on it. And he's like, you know, that's just, it's more complicated than what I can do. Cause you can really mess stuff up. And so we ended up having to go to like an, a veterinary oral surgeon and they were really, it was a tumor. And they didn't know if it was cancer or in not. In her jaw. In her jaw, like a bone tumor. Big, big part of her jaw. Yeah, uh, like on kind of the side behind the canine, like where all the molars are. And so uh, they had to do this surgery, and we didn't really know what was going to happen. We knew they'd have to pull three of her teeth, and then they either would take out the part of the jaw where those teeth were connected. But this is like a fascinating biology thing for me that I learned when we were doing this. So... They're like, we may have to do that, or we may have to uh, cut the jaw, like just take out a chunk of the jaw, and then basically like the front curved part, on, and then connecting back to the other side just floats there. It's not connected. They don't reconnect it to the part in the back. And I was like, that seems bad. And they're like, like instead of a fine. U, the lower jaw is kind of a J. Yeah, yeah, and then there's the back part's still there, yeah. and then there's a J for the rest of it, and they're not connected. That's so weird. And apparently that's fine, and. I was like, well, why can't you just take out like the, you know, as far down as you have to go and, you know, like maybe put a, you know, I'm thinking you could put like a metal plate or something on there to kind of, you know, make it stronger. Why take the whole thing out? And 
the doctor, she told me, she's like, well, there's a nerve that goes, that's there. And it actually, there's a tunnel inside the bone of the jaw for the nerve to go in, which is just insane to me that like evolution has created a friggin' hole in your bone like that a nerve gets to go through is amazing. And they're like, so if we have to go too far down, um, like that nerve, you know, you risk fracturing the tunnel that has that nerve in it. And so then apparently they have to do this other thing. But anyway, they didn't have to do that. So her jaw is still connected. They pulled three teeth and took a chunk out. That's why uh, Derpy Jasmine always has her tongue hanging out the side. She's got three teeth missing Yeah, there. there's just, a big gap there. Just enough room for her tongue to lull. Yeah. It's not just that the teeth are missing. Half the jaw is gone, uh, too. So there's just a real skinny strip. Tongue easily comes out. Uh, but they did a biopsy. No cancer. And uh, that was like our first big success. Yeah, I think no she cancer. had to... A growth removed on her neck at the same time. She still has a kind of scar there. She, it was a, it was. I mean, it was all around when we got her. She did have, and that was cancer. She did have mm. cancer on her neck, um, like a little tumor. But they took that off, and a medium-sized tumor, and hasn't come back. And there, it didn't. It's not one of those cancers that seems like it will come back over and over. They're like, we got it. It's good. It's gone. You kind of, sure, she could get it again, just like any dog could get it. But it's not. She's not at any higher risk for getting it again. Yeah. So. She likes it when I scratch her there. Yeah, I bet. Scars are nice to get those nice and rubbed. All right, so there you go. That's number four for me. Oh, you're imposing a lot of structure on this. All right, that's one of my not number ones. There you go. I have another not number one. Do it. It was when we went to Florida and basically took queso. Yes. We had 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 her her for slightly less than two weeks. Yeah. Because it was... it was going to be too tight to adopt her. It was a minimum requirement and paperwork and yep. all this stuff. And so we were just like, okay, well, she's coming to Florida. She's coming to the Keys. This was when we had a rental house that we'd never seen down there. Or I had, you know, an Airbnb. Um, and <coughs> we just kind of knew it was second floor stuff. Yeah. So we got down. And Queso at that point was just lying in the dining room. She couldn't really stand up by herself either. She couldn't stand up. She didn't. This was before we had our ramp outside. She couldn't go down the stairs. We kind of had to boost her. We had like a little handle thing that we got for Help a little while. Help him up harness. Yeah. Help him up harness that she didn't really like and no, was too complicated. And but there was we were trying to work with a ramp to get her in the car, and it was just a. And she was real withdrawn and and oh, yeah. and, uh, and and just you know it, it just kind of sad, right? Yeah. So we. Bundled her up in the car with everyone else, kind of threw her in there. She didn't like it that much. And then we took her out down there. And then we had, there was like that freight elevator. We tried to get her on the freight elevator, which was kind of loud and groany. And yeah, it was just like squeaky. a platform with a motor. It was not like the elevator at our house safe. now. safe. And, and we tried to get her up. And you, I think you did get her up with it, but she hated it. She hated it. She hated it. it. Yeah. So we had her up there. And then we kind of turned around and Gaze was like running down the stairs. And then ran back up the stairs. Yeah, we were like down in the yard, and I'm looking around. I'm like, "Where the hell is Queso? There's like a seawall and a and then like a wall wall. There's no way she can get out. Yeah. Where is she? And I she's go, upstairs, like looking down, going. Hey, she she's like, I, I climbed the stairs. That's where I am. It's like what? What? <laughs> you couldn't even stand up they last week. They were super tall stairs. I mean, double staircase. Yeah, yeah, it went way up. I guess it was like night, gently sloped. And she yeah. was just like, I'm not taking that elevator again. <laughs> like, I'm better. It's fine. Yeah. And then here she started being able to do the two or three stairs down to the, the yard and up and down. I mean, yeah. she prefers the ramp, but, but, but she can do stairs now. Yeah. 
That was a good one. So I'll, I'll add in one from there, which is, uh, so in that house, there was a big kind of wraparound porch space. And the way the house was configured, there's a big wide space. And Kesa loved to lay out there. She was an outside dog before we got her. Like they kept her in the backyard all the time. And she still always likes to be outside. And uh, so she'd spend a lot of time out there on the porch. And at one point, like I was out there sitting at the table working and, you know, she's 10 feet away from me. And then she's kind of looking around weird. And then she's like, and then flips over on her back. (laughs) And she, she's real, she's still kind of weird shape, but she was then, she was kind of like a, like a box. Yeah. She's very square. Her back back was was so broad. Yeah. The sides were flat. The bottom was flat. So she she flips on her back and her legs are just kind of like, (laughs) and then she just stayed there. Just, uncomfortably long time where she's just <laughs> did not move at all she's like well like all right i've gotten myself into a situation here um let's, let's just not move for a minute let's, let's... Maybe, maybe it's gonna sort itself out <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't because her back was so broad that there was no rolling motion at all no no there's no rolling but there's also like no twisting around she's just like <laughs> never done this before <laughs> and this i did capture this on the snap it was she, so good she got this look like she maybe was gonna flip over on her back and i was like i gotta try to get this on the snaps and i got it and then she just was like oh you know what <laughs> <laughs> uh so if you go back that's like december 2017 oh. you uh, december 2017 um go through the snaps um like the second half of december you will find Queso being the dead bug. So good. And then she eventually sort of, you know, twisted around and rolled herself back on her side and seemed pretty pleased with herself. Yeah, and she did that a few times down there, but she doesn't do it now. She never flips on her back now. Right. Doesn't. Yeah. So it looks like occasionally sometimes she thinks about it, but she doesn't do it. So it was <laughs> just like, there's a week there where she's like, I'm going to try this. And then she's like, that's not who I am. <laughs> It's like when kids in college read Anne Rand for the first time, and for a week it seems like a really good idea, and then they come to their senses. That's like queso and laying on her back. God. This is a lot in that metaphor. <laughs> All right. We got two left. Two each? Yeah. Okay. So I, I've got to do the one where you had Puppy Vink in Miami. <laughs> and like, there's so much in this, this story. That's but we were we were rigorous. We had Hops, who was then a year and a half old, mm-hmm. maybe, and Venk, who was just a fluffy little idiot, you know, a couple, 12 weeks or something, right? Uh, she was getting up on six months. Six yeah. months almost. So she she was, and we were keeping her very carefully controlled food, and Hops would get her food, and Venk would get her food, and Venk was always hungry. Venk was always trying to stay. Oh, I think you're going to tell a food. different story than what I was thinking of. Go ahead. Tell oh, yeah. Me. I'll tell the other one. Oh yeah, no, that's a good one too. I, I, but I, all I wanted to talk about is like the, we went to the vet at some point. We brought Venk in for some checkup or something or boarding her, and the vet's like, and you were like, yeah, she's always hungry, and and you know, I'm worried that you know she's she's got to grow and get her nutrients and stuff, and she's always eating Hopper's food, and the vet the vet's like, oh, this is fine. I'm a vet. I have an opinion. She'll just she gets the. Dogs will get the food they need. Just let her eat for fifteen minutes, and and then you can take it away. But she'll just, she'll get you know she'll get full and she'll stop eating. Don't let her worry. eat as much as she wants for fifteen <sighs> minutes. And I'm like, I don't know that this is a good idea. This was like a vet that was recommended by your vet up here. Like we we, we we sort of gave him a lot of credence, 
and tried it. <laughs> it. It is amazing how much food Venk can eat and could eat in 15 minutes. I mean, it was like 40-pound bags she could eat in 15 minutes. It was like crawling into scary. The I mean, this was like you take that big drinking bowl that we have for water, fill it with food. She could eat that in 15 oh, minutes. Oh, for sure. So she gained like 40 pounds in a week. <laughs> Maybe not quite, but it was just like she went from pretty chubby to when we were walking her i thought it was like a corgi oh my god i mean it was was just like this poor chunky little burrito (laughs) of a dog she was super happy though (laughs) we started calling her the gordito burrito Burrito, burrito. she kind of looked like she had little matchsticks if you put matchsticks in a burrito that's what she looked like (laughs) poor venk but she didn't care i mean she was not poor venk she was like i'm eating all this food this is the best but she chunked up so much it yeah. was such bad advice from the vet. T- and when I got up here, my vet, you know, when we finished, because I was down there for like five or six weeks, I came back and I saw my regular vet and I'm like, this guy you recommend, he's like, she's fat. I'm like, well, your guy <laughs> told me to do this. He's like, he told you to do that? I'm like, I told him I thought it was a bad idea too, Dr. Bob, and he thought it was a good idea. Yeah. And it, to his credit a bit, that's not the first time I heard that advice. Like you see that online somewhere, but yeah, I don't, I think people underestimate Vink. I think I think that's right. I think the, the she can eat a lot of food in fifteen minutes. Oh my God. <laughs> she has, she doesn't get full. No, the story I thought you were gonna tell was it's a good uh, one too. This is a good one. So uh, this winter, so this was a few months after we got married. Uh, I had rented this house down in Miami. I was on sabbatical, and uh, so it was like a VRBO kind of Airbnb sort of deal. But it was on this kind of it was a single lot and I had this tiny little cottage. I mean, 300 square feet. It was really small. It was like two rooms and a yeah, bathroom. Right? That, yeah, that's right. I mean, it like it was really kind of one big room and they had put like a half wall to divide the bed from the other, which was fine. It was just me and the dogs and like you'd come down on weekends. Yeah. Um, so I had rented this little space and on the same lot, there were two other small houses cottages basically um and so the guy who owned the property lived in the front one and then the other one which was sort of a bigger one it may have been connected to the first one but anyway i was in this tiny little one and then the other one right next to it i mean three feet away uh was also a rental so people could rent all the houses on the property but I had mine for five weeks and then there were people who would come and go who would rent like for a week in the one next to where I was. And so I was in Coconut Grove, neighborhood of Miami, and they have a big like international sailing tournament, like maybe an Olympic qualifier. Um, but like all the national sailing teams come to Miami to compete in this tournament. And I don't know anything about sailing, so I don't know what it was. Oh. Uh, but you'd, we'd walk around and you came down for part of when that was going on and there's just like all these sailors like people in nautica gear and biking and like you know just like fit young people yeah right? and they're i mean they've got like their national sailing team yeah. uniforms on so the french national sailing team was renting the house little right next to mine i mean the little cottage it, they really were like three feet apart and uh they're very nice and i you know i tend to keep to myself and I'd say hi to them and whatever. And they'd, uh, their house had like a sliding glass door, like a patio door that would go on into a common patio space. And so I was coming back from walking the girls 
and uh, and came in and the whole space was fenced. So I let Vink off. And uh, one of the sailors came out and slid the door open. And Crazy Vink was like zooming around in the yard. And oh, there's new people. So you zoom, zoom, zoom. Yeah, you're trying to restrain her. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, right, come, Vink, come back. Get back here, Vink. Come back here. And Vink, zoom, right into that glass door. Yeah, as I remember at the house. French guy, I was like, oh, no, she's fine. She's so funny. That's great. Let yeah. her run around. Zooming around. So she zooms right into their door, into their houses, running. And like, I don't want to chase her into their space. Right. Running around in their space, finally <laughs> comes out with her mouth full of something. And it turns out it is the underpants of one of the dudes. It's like tidy whitey French underpants. I think they were bro- boxer briefs. Mm. They were gray. Not how I remember it. I, I got a picture. <laughs> okay. Uh, and, and and she's sprinting. Oh, is sprinting. full on sprinting. And of course, the dude's super embarrassed. And I'm like, <laughs> looks like she got a pair of your socks there, my man. I'm not gonna be like, oh. Nice underpants. No, giving giving him an out. I'm giving him an out, and uh, so I finally grabbed her, and she took him out. But for a while, it was like Vink was the French sailor underpants thief. Of course, he was French, so he had to put down a cigarette, and then like (laughs) Uh, they did smoke. They did make some very delicious smelling food, and they would sometimes drink wine. And I think they smoked outside. I don't remember them smoking. I think you just inserted this because you're like, they're French, they must be smoking. It's unfiltered Galois. <laughs> All right. What's your number one? Number one is absolutely <laughs> the uh, mysterious foreign object incident with Queso when she didn't eat for, I think, a week and a half after that. And the the number one is when she started eating again. Like when I you gave, gave her, her the Cheez-Its. I gave her Cheez-Its and some egg and some key lime pie <laughs> crust. And I was just trying everything. And the Cheez-Its, I would did it. I could put those in her bowl and she would she would eat them. And I was like, oh, let's start with that then. And then I'll crunch those up and put them in with some food. And, you know, then she, for a while she wouldn't eat out of the bowl. I had to put it on the floor. It was great, and I sent uh, you were traveling. I was traveling, and I had like sent you all these snaps and. Oh, oh my god, no! I was on the plane, and you're like, "Guess what?" And then it's like, "Whoop video," and I'm like, "I can't download videos on the plane." <laughs> stop it! And he's whoop whoop yeah, video like, video. Oh, I'm like, video. "God damn it! Stop sending videos! Tell me what happened." So was eating. Case was eating. She's not gonna <laughs> die. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all I had been doing for ten days was sitting next to Queso on the floor, like offering her meatballs. You guys sent us a lot of meatballs, which was great. All kinds of different snacks, and I'd maybe get her to eat one every now and then, but she yeah. wouldn't eat food. It was really bad. Like we figured she was not probably going to make it if she didn't start eating, and then you and the Cheez-Its finally had the she breakthrough. Turned the corner, and then and then she's been great ever since. Yep, yep. So that was my number one queso moment. Uh, so my number one GR moment is also with respect to queso and eating, but it's <laughs> when I got her to eat her first carrot. Ah. So when she first came to us. For many months, I would offer her a carrot every time, and she'd turn her head away to the point where someone on Snapchat, so this happens a lot on Snapchat, people try to forward our messages to their friends with a comment, and then they accidentally send it to me. And usually it's just like, OMFG, look at these dogs. And this one was like, this lady keeps giving carrots to this, trying to force carrots on this dog, like dude's sending me dick pics that I don't want. This queso literally turns her head aside. Yeah. And I, and I was like, huh? And she's like, oh, my God, I meant to send that to my friend. I'm really sorry. And I was like, yeah, well, um, thinking to myself, like, that's really hilarious. Here's a carrot. Uh, and uh, look, man, you got to offer stuff to foster dogs and rescue dogs all the time because they don't even know it's, like, allowed. 
And I think it was someone, you know, one of our followers on Twitter who's like, and I had tried like boiling them. I had tried stuff. And she's like, have you tried roasting them? And I was like, what the fuck? Let's give it a try. <laughs> Weird. And uh, and that worked. Yeah. So and she's, now she's a big fan of the roasties. Loves the. I mean, she's the first one in the kitchen for her roasty. She loves it. And she'll eat two every night. Yep. So, so uh, screw you to that girl who was talking about me treating carrots like unwanted dick you pics. I don't want to go down an analogy because they'll just encourage dudes. This is bad. Dudes, don't send dick pics. Don't. People, offer your dog's carrots every day if you want to. It's fine. It's not the same thing. No one wants to see it. Nobody ever wants to see it. If someone asks you, then like go ahead. Actually, maybe worry why they're asking. <laughs> They'll sell it. We, if we have a bunch of drinks sometime with people, I'll tell you all a story about that. <laughs> um, but yeah. I mean, yep. generally it's a bad idea, but certainly don't send unsolicited dick pics to anybody. But roasties. Hey. Roasties. <laughs> you offer roasted carrots to anyone or anything unless they're carrot allergic. Go for it. Yeah, it's, There's it's, nothing wrong with going on. It definitely enhances the carrot. I can't blame any dog for eating a roastie. No, but if I were like, hi, welcome to my party. Would you like a delicious roasted carrot? Perfectly appropriate. Yeah, and you can say yes or no, and it's perfectly welcome. It's fine. Some people do want to eat roasties. <laughs> Indeed. So uh, so there you go. That's our GR moments top combined 10. That's good. All right. Taste of the Keys for this week is a story that happened when we were down there this week. So there's a picture of this boat in Isla Morada on fire. Like big on fire. I actually thought it was a still from Bloodline, that show that I keep oh. talking about, about drug runners in Isla Morada, because uh, it looks exactly like that. It looks to me, I mean, it's a boat, but it looks like the fire in Notre Dame. Like, yeah. It's such a big, violent fire. The, I mean, the whole boat burnt up and sank. Yeah. So, yeah, the whole thing was on fire. And uh, we saw a tweet that was, that's you know, I'm, I follow like the Monroe County uh, everything and there's not much going on down there so it's not like a heavy tweet load and they're like the coast guards responding to a boat on fire off isla Morada. and then at the end of the day you saw a picture where the coast guard rescued the two people who are on the boat and their dog uh and there's this cute picture of the coast guard guys and the husband and wife and then their little dog who looks like what would you say that is a bulldog yeah yeah bulldoggy let's see if it's got the dog's name in there Maybe French bulldog because it looks less bricky. But it, it looks bigger than a French bulldog. Yeah. Maybe a thin bulldog, which doesn't always exist. Yeah. I mean, that, that nugget looks like he weighs about 40 pounds. Yeah. Anyway, they were all rescued safely. Um, I will post a link to Good job, it. Coast Guard. And there's this great picture of, like, the boat sinking. Like, it's on fire. There's, like, flames and smoke. And it's, like, half submerged, like, at a 45-degree angle yeah, going like down. Yeah, up. I mean, it's a classic sinking boat, <laughs> but it's also super on fire. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I don't know if we know why it caught fire, but uh, anyway. Probably the dog playing with matches. Dogs don't play with matches. Come on, guys. Yeah. Uh, so, there's our taste of the keys. We had a good time down there. Um, are you doing a cocktail? or? You... Oh, we should do a cocktail a week. I don't know if we had discovered any new ones this time you made some they were good i just made those day on the beach cocktails which i've come to really like i made them once because i didn't have any pineapple juice and i wanted something tropical but it's amaretto coconut rum and orange juice delish yeah. uh i don't think we got anyone this week that's pretty good yeah we had we drank plenty of cocktails though we had a cocktail at 10 this morning before we got on the plane to come home i did i did too yeah yeah, yeah. i had a bloody mary though which i feel like is appropriate for mornings 
I had a Goombay smash. Whatever, it has orange juice in it. It's fine. It is good for mornings. Yep. Um, German word of the week. Oh, I was going to say that. Yeah. I, I wrote it down for you to yeah, Amtsenthebungsverfahren. Say that one single word again. Amtsenthebungsverfahren. <laughs> this word is like it's the German word. I just learned it this week. Apropos oh, of nothing. Uh, it's the German word for impeachment proceedings. Yeah. So it's the... It's the process to remove someone from their office. I mean, it's a you know, it's impeachment. But yep. but for once, the Germans didn't really have a word for it, so they just strung together all the words that make that up. So it's am, zen, te, bungs, wer, fahren. Amt is office, and tebung is to take, to to remove. Oh, verfahren is a process. Yeah, impeachment for procedure. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Verfahren. Yeah, we saw that in a tweet. Yes, yeah. someone had tweeted it. I think it was saying, like, the U.S. Con- Congress is considering Amtense Bungwefar and Trump. Yeah, something like that. Starting them on Trump. Um, so there you go, learning words from German news reports. New even to GR Dad. Yeah. So let's see. Um, there will probably be nothing dramatic with Riley's tooth pulling, but we'll give you updates on all the social medias about that. Are you going to keep the tooth? Oh. I don't know. It's an all rotted tooth. I don't know. I might ask. You like weird stuff. I've got a bag of Hopper's teeth and Venkman's teeth, so I could throw a Riley tooth those in there. Those were anyway. baby teeth, though. You collected those on your own. I know, and they're nice and white and shiny. And the, it was always a challenge to get them before they swallowed them. Yep. Yeah, I wouldn't pull them out myself, but I'd be like, okay, that guy's coming. i got to watch. <laughs> and then I'd like scrape them off their little tongue. Give me that. Give me that tooth. <laughs> Sometimes I just find them on the carpet. <laughs> um... So, uh, okay. Have a great week. Don't bite anybody unless they ask you to. Thanks for listening. Wash your hands, you filthy animals. (laughs) Bye! Bye.